0: There's no back microphone. That's right. how it works. Oh, oh yeah. Or oh Jeff, or oh Jeff Jones can be my voice, and I can just say I'm him. Okay. Go to, so go to Jeff.
1: But you really got to uh, lean into. Wait, what am I doing? Do you're, you're your best, black lips. voice. Just move your lips, and Do I'll talk best. for
0: you. Hi. Look at me. I'm Travis Terrell, and welcome to We Are Live. See? Yeah, you, didn't even make ah, him, you didn't even make him say anything weird. Ah, I was going to get him to say the N word. Say the N word. Ah, man. <laughs> <dang it. laughs> I thought Chris wanted. Good. That's all I wanted. <laughs> all Chris wanted was the N-word. Uh,
1: that's it. Would have made, made the show 14% funny. Uh, good morning. It's We Are Live. We're live at Midcoast Studio in Grand Center in St. Louis, Missouri. If you haven't yet, follow the YouTube channel. Check it out, Midcoast Media on YouTube. Uh, the great uh, Jeff Jones from the Belle, Belleville News Democrat joins us today. You know Jeff. He's produced for us. He's oh, yeah. worked in uh, various media jobs oh, yeah. throughout St. I'm, Louis. I'm back you are <laughs> and isn't it exciting uh Travis Farrells here but most importantly oh boy. Uh, that silver-haired goddess that uh, you see behind the producer's desk live from Poughkeepsie it's Aunt Chris hello Chris
2: good morning gentlemen hey guardsy I almost went to school in Poughkeepsie what's there Marist huh. ah I was did you actually almost go I was uh, gonna
0: go why, okay. why what, what stopped you
2: uh I just ended up going to Lindenwood. But oh, okay. I had a friend going to the Culinary Institute of America in Poughkeepsie, going to chef school. Oh, nice! Do you think you we that, were gonna room together and survived there? up there? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's
3: nice. Very cold on the Hudson.
0: Yeah, must have cold and it's
2: beautiful.
3: I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, but the you hawks have like
2: strong up there, the Hudson hawk. Yeah, I would know it.
3: It's a lot of going outside to smoke, like when it's very cold. I
2: have to do that now, though. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Oh. Good morning, Walnuts. Oh, there it is, throwing <laughs> up. I wish we could just. Nuts on
2: walls. Thanks, thanks, Walnuts, for that cursing at me when I say good morning to you, like when I said
0: good morning to Travis. This how, this morning. What happened? How about this? How about I moseying in from the parking lot into the building, about to get on the elevator? Uh, I text the guys, like, hey, I'm on the elevator, so you know how that is. But so why'd you, you text this? So you lied? No, I was... Because I was, uh, you weren't on the elevator. I was I-elevator, I, I think was the text. It was. I looked at it. And and I meant to say I, I'm at elevator, and then I get on said elevator, and who else is waiting for me once it comes down? Gartner in the corner, darkest part of the elevator, jumps out. boogity, 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 Trump 2020! Mm. And then I got scared and shat my pants, and he ran off and had his smoke. That's, that's what, what actually it,
2: happened. That's not what happened. That's exactly what happened. I was in the corner... Where you couldn't see me, the doors open. I didn't move at all from where I was. I, was I didn't walking. jump.
0: I didn't expect anybody there.
2: Well, exactly. That's why I didn't have to move. And I said, good morning, Travis.
3: I, I, I th- the point of the story seems to be that Travis has bad elevator etiquette. <sighs> right. Oh, does you he? Right. you got to let him <laughs> you got to let him off <laughs> yeah. before you come on. Oh, and, does he? And, well, you just or opened up a whole
1: other can of worms. Or if shit. someone's
2: arm is stuck in an elevator, maybe me, for example, and the door won't open. Maybe Travis runs away like a coward instead of helping
3: someone. You don't mm. want to watch an amputation. Thank wow. you. Jeff, stop, Thank you, come Jeff, on, Jeff, Jeff Jones. Jeff, Jeff coward Jones. Radio. Coward Radio. Yeah, this,
0: cow- is, this is why he's one of the most this respected is a, this is a coward show in the metro area. This is a
2: man knows perspective. Now, Travis did say that it was brave of him to admit he was a coward. What do you think of that? That's true. Ah, yeah.
0: that's Thank hard. you. This is finally some reason that's has come, come to we are live.
2: Yeah. Hmm. This is ridiculous.
1: This
0: is what we've been waiting on all year. This finally. Really bothers me. <laughs>
1: you guys, I'm so worried about you. <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, we're nothing but cowards. <laughs> if you if you, you guys, ain't saying nothing but a coward. You yeah, ain't nothing but a coward.
1: If you guys haven't yet, Jeff can be found on Twitter at jm Jones, breaking all the latest Cardinals and Blues information. Congrats on the Belleville News Thank Democrat you. gig, uh, Jeff. Yeah, that's great, man. It's my hometown newspaper. That Dream was a paper true. growing up. Yeah, um, that is important, but what's more important is the great Yale Hollander has a question. What kind of soup does Jeff have in the Starbucks cup?
3: Uh, this actually, so this is, a, this is a modified medicine ball tea. Uh, I, I rolled through the old Starbucks on Grand this morning to secure the, to secure the medicine ball bag. Uh, and they were out of the peach, whatever goes in this thing. And so they had to find a different kind of citrus tea to throw in here. Uh, so I was the person creating the backup at Starbucks this morning while they made my seven-ingredient tea and had to search for the proper tea bag to throw in there. Uh, in my defense I got sick as shit in the last 24 hours ah. uh, and so having already had two cups of coffee before I left the house it was tea time smart
1: our friend uh, Carly Shaver not Carly Lawrence says Jeff Jones and Chris Denman on the same show
0: oh well this sucks <laughs> <laughs> thanks
3: thanks Carly, Carly sure
0: <laughs> Uh, you have a busy day though today. Speaking do. of uh, baseball, Cardinals heading on down to Florida. Uh,
3: they are. I have to. I have. I have the important job of going to Busch Stadium here in about an hour to uh, take pictures of the clubhouse with. Shit in bags before nice. the truck goes to Florida. They call this Truck Day. It's Truck Day. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you get that social media clout by posting a bunch of pictures of of, of the bag. I, I, I How do say, the
0: movers feel about that? Like, I feel like because they know this day comes up. I, do they ever feel a type of way about I mean, being filmed moving shit? We've all moved furniture but don't you before. Think, don't you think
1: this is the day they look forward to? It? This is like the uh, cops where where they scoring the gig at the point. at the festival, mm-hmm. where you just yeah. got to stand around and watch people just like drink craft beer all day. Yeah. This is them. They're usually in some industrial place, carrying a bunch of heavy shit out yeah. to move it well, out. Today, they give it... Oh, yeah, oh.
3: I mean, oh. and I, yeah. I will say, like, I, I assume that it's still the Amorazak company, and the only reason I know who is the mover is because they play the same ad at Bushadian for the entire year long, where it's like three movers carrying bags of stuff. The downside, and poor Ricky Horton took it on the chin last year, because the end of that commercial last year was the shot, of like the panoramic shot of the inside of the truck, and Dead center, right in the middle of it, was his bag of golf clubs with a big tag on it that just said "Rick Horton." I felt felt really bad for Rick that he had to. It was his golf clubs of right all in the people, middle of the yeah, show. right. Just the nicest man like in the world that's couldn't yeah, and just and just just straight called him out. Rick's going golfing. Hmm, that's a tough one.
0: The Cardinals' offseason has been filled with. Uh, I think the thing is uh, nothing. Uh, Why do you hate Kwangyun Kim? <laughs>
3: uh, but no, this has been a Austin Dean did not do it for you. I know. I apologize. No, there was none. a whole bunch of new numbers the other day. Oh yeah, yeah. They put out the spring training roster, and a bunch of guys got new numbers. So this is okay. This I I don't. Yeah, I know it's bad.
1: I it, one Cardinal Way is looking bigger. I, <laughs> I have a,
3: so here's I'm gonna I'm gonna steer briefly away from. Travis. Okay, yeah, yeah, here's yeah. A fun story. So during the winter warm up, they had the uh, they did the the premiere of the I think it's. Birds of a different feather, whatever it was, whatever it's called, documentary oh, the on the MLB 80s, Network yeah. about the '80s Cardinals. Okay. Uh, so they they showed it at Ballpark Village, and they had a little gathering there, and they you know they let us all they they had a food and they had a bar, and it was great, and we watched the movie and whatever with a bunch of the guys who were on those teams, uh, and then they had. They had, uh, they, had, they had an availability afterward, and it was, it was Tom Herr and Ozzie uh, and Whitey and John Tudor, and they took us over to One Cardinal Way, because there's a little back way behind the stage of Ballpark Village that goes into One Cardinal Way, and uh, it was myself and Annie Rogers, and we, we walked over there, and we were waiting for, uh, for the players and Whitey to, to come on over, and while we're standing there, the One Cardinal Way employees hit us with the pitch. So we're there, like covering the event, like trying to write stories about this this documentary, and they're like, "Hey, while you're here, have you considered renting an apartment?" Shut and your And we just had to awkwardly stand there while they pitched their studio apartments. Oh, to us. that is so weird for everyone. And it's like I don't like I don't blame the Cardinals because I'm I'm sure that the plan was not. Hey, get the riders in a room and try to sell them on apartments they cannot afford. Is it like uh, a
1: is it like a, a rental company or something? Like is it is it are they the is Oh, it's Cordish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then these are just straight up like leasing agents, right? Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. It was. So it was they're not even like a, aware so, that they have like well, they five have, people in a room that could like them up on Twitter and make the Cardinals look really. I mean, bad right. Really like quick. I don't. And I, and I get it. Not like that they were would, just doing not. their
3: thing, right? But it was like it was like, I it was like I don't know how to tell you guys that like I. There's no way I can afford this apartment. Like like what if they
2: need a doorman over there? Okay. They probably yeah,
3: do. That, that would be a move. That would be a, a move. It's a $1,400 a month studio. Like I no. no thanks.
2: Yeah, that's how it is at the, the 100 building in my neighborhood in the West End. Yeah. The cheapest is 1500 a month. The most expensive is $8,500 a month.
0: Uh, wow! That one gets finished. I know we're getting mildly excited, but it I looks am, better than one Cardinal Way. But that's they the could thing; could have done something there. But I that's the thing I'm curious would've. about: is has there been? And this is probably a question only poor people ask. But is there a high demand for $1,600
3: loss? I think they're. I think they're sold out. I think they're close
0: oh, to wow. sold. Out. I think
1: what they're doing too, because you have the name of the Cardinals, and I say this because of.
0: You think uh, other real estate firms may around the area buy them out, and then they rent them through maybe Airbnb?
1: i, I, know, I maybe maybe no, people perfect. are actually living no, in here's these what things i think here's what i think and owning these things i'm not i don't want to say it because i don't want to give up his place but like uh, a friend of our show that's listened since the beginning he's uh his kids have just went to college right mm-hmm. and he and his wife are like fuck it let's go do it for a year or two kids just left it's cool you have the trust okay. of the Cardinals, which equals safety, right Ie. ballpark village, right? Sure. makes everybody It's, gonna, it's feel different. Like it. it's, it's different. There is a baseball field to it. Um, if you're looking for that sort of thing. If this is truly what it's taken to get and the person who's doing that has lived in South City for a little okay. while or whatever. So if that's what it takes to get people to trust living in an urban like downtown area, that's just what we are. Like that's what I think's happening.
3: Yeah, and in a universe where I made three times as much money as I make right now, I would I would live there. They're it would fine, be really, it would right? be a they're
1: fun nice. thing, okay. right? Yeah. yeah, I think that you're, they're going to probably hit it. It's just the branding behind the Cardinal stuff is so easy. I when it comes to my to living give to situation, med, young doctors. I get that, stuff, but I when I it know. comes
0: to my living situation, I don't care to turn to a professional baseball organization to determine whether or not I'm going to live in a safe neighborhood. But if it was the NBA, you would.
3: I don't, no, I don't... What? I don't care. You wouldn't what. live in one hornet's way?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. One pelican way. That's right.
3: I just... I, I, I One know. One way. And right. I get yes. to
0: having the means, so I'm not not saying that there are not plenty it, of people you're in the rose Luis metro area who have... The, I know there are plenty you of know, people who have the means. You know, I wondered that
2: myself so... when you look at just... And I know Chicago has a larger population, right. obviously, but there are, I don't know how many condos and apartments in Chicago that are outrageously expensive yep. incredibly expensive so there's they obviously have people that move in and yeah. live, so and I, mean, I, I, I don't do, know how but, but they I, do i guess i
0: guess it's my little small again poor p brain i'm thinking if i'm moving to say st louis i can get more bang for my buck if i get x y and z <laughs> see, this, yeah. Yeah. Is how, city. This, this is how this is what i love.
2: I would have played along a little bit with the people that are i've I would have been like Are utilities included?
0: (laughs) (laughs) They (laughs) were going to go into the speech anyway. You should have went ahead. And I would have done my poor people
2: people thing, because that's why I love utilities included, because...
3: It makes it easier for me to budget.
1: Yes, Gardner yeah. would have uh, Gardner would have went the whole way through and got the free windbreaker at the end. Yes, yeah.
3: they did. They did, they had one Cardinal Way branded bottles of wine uh, that I thought we were going to be able to. S- no, they they gave those to like Tom Hur and John Tudor. I didn't. Oh, not. what yeah, kind of wine? Is it Chardonnay? Was it, uh, a uh, it was a red, book, red? It red? Was a red? Which I mean, Cardinal
0: and oh, like red. That's Oh, I like that. That's very Where cute. Where they get that made? I uh, yeah, I guess yeah. That's very. That's a I mean hey, yeah, it's pit. Cardinal Vineyards is next. <laughs> is that that the thing that's <laughs> gonna set not? the fan base off yeah. crazy Why when not? they drop two hundred million dollars
1: into a vineyard? In In North City's never <laughs> tasted so delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Cardinal Perfect vineyards. If you think that you just level all level all the old buildings is Oh, I put a
0: vineyard out in the center field straight away where the grass right, is. Yeah, put it in the, right. the yeah, out. Now <laughs> we're getting old school that Cardinals. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: That's like what their first owner, Chris Vonderau, would have done.
0: <laughs> Who was what, found dead in a parking lot? No, he okay. was kidnapped at one point.
2: okay. But he, he had like a horse racing track up just beyond the outfield of the stadium and everything. That's he had pretty a, great. amusement dude. park and all this stuff when he was owning it. It was <laughs> weird. Hmm. Okay.
1: Well, maybe they can purchase one of those uh, trolley trains and make that part of one cardinal way.
3: They could. They could buy the lot where Sportsman's Park used to be, which has been a vacant lot since Sportsman's Park got torn down fifty no, years we're ago. We're talking.
0: Well, Sportsman's Park has ever Hoover there.
3: It's like six blocks from here. You can get to Grand and Doty or You can walk there. It's a big empty lot.
0: Oh, there's oh, right next to it. You know, I think actually the uh, federal government owns that.
3: Well, yeah, I think it's part of the NGA now, right? Isn't that part of that? Isn't it part of that whole thing? It may, it may be I part of
0: that deal, but I know the government now owns that uh, space. Well, but. there you
3: go. Yeah, it's. But I mean, yeah, like you can go there now. I, I think I could be wrong, but I think it's been a vacant lot since they tore down Sportsman's Park. I think uh, the where Sportsman's Park. Well, Matthew Dickey. Means, no, Herbert Hoover is there. Herbert
2: Hoover.
0: Matthew Dickey Girls was there. Matthew Dickey is off Kings Highway towards wow. us uh, 7 yeah, confused. Yeah, it's this all may good. come as
3: a shock, but I've never been to the Matthew Sticky Boys Club.
0: Oh, And he said it during Black Uraris. Oh, I'm yeah. It's Black, Black, Uraris. Black Uraris. I would go.
1: Oh, they have a lot of pickup hockey games over there, Trav? Yeah, oh, They didn't in- have hockey. They're not invited. He played me.
0: hockey. Well, you know what? Go They there? did, actually. Boom, in your face, son. Oh, a Black U.A. miracle. Hello, boom. Awesome. Power to the people. Mm-hmm. Happy Black History Month, Jeff. Yeah? Um,
1: Stephen Des Moines says he them. thought they put a field on it.
0: No, there's an actual like boys and girls club where kids can play football and baseball I've and been, all of stuff. Yeah, it's still there. Now next to it is a, a large, vacant, where they used to have some of the industrial buildings. What if we, But I believe that's now presently owned by the federal government. What if we and possibly one of the GGA.
2: loop trolley cars and do like the Astros do?
1: And, and do have, like have home it? Run. Yes. Okay. Yep. They're going to have to. What They're going to have that to start with A couple of the trolley. older
0: Clydesdales
1: can pull it. Oh, no. We don't know. have to use the animals, Chris. Yeah. yeah. No, let yeah. the animals be. Or, or if, maybe if, a, maybe uh, an elephant down to I its third. Mean, it's only got three legs. If
2: you do have an available loop trolley car, it could be a way to. Oh, Here we go. I
3: don't know. Oh, here I could see, gotcha. see Garner in a coat with some big brass buttons, getting well, a um, cute, like a pitcher
2: from the bullpen. There it is. Oh boy! To the mound, possibly the a, a bullpen spraying. card of sorts. Hmm. Well, and, so, card and, blanche.
3: And and with the with the extended netting, now you would have you have a wire basically that runs almost, I mean, close enough to the gate where mm-hmm. you could just electrify the netting. And then you could plug the trolley into the (laughs) top and just run it on down the (laughs) baseline.
2: And this is called innovation. Here's what would happen. They would
1: get it over there, and you'd see, you know, Joe Edwards, he'd do the cut, you know, he'd do the ceremony. he down halfway there. Well, that could happen also, but then you get there, and then you just hear. It's the wrong track! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 50,000 people. What the (laughs) made this mistake again. (laughs) Yeah. Classic trolley behavior. Just Uh, an idea. uh, I wanted to say a quick thanks to everybody who's been coming out to uh, our very fun comedy show each Thursday. Happiest hour. Come by. That's right. This week at Sophie's here on the second floor, 3224 Locust. It's a blast. Packed shows. Been a really good time. Jack Daniels makes that possible. Love them and love the cocktails on hand, Provide we've got a special cocktail menu. Uh, also, Schlafly beer available on special. And our friends at Mighty Cricket. This is a uh, like protein powder and nutrients made from what, Travis? Crickets. That's right. Mighty Cricket, featured partner this week at Happiest all Hour. Right, They're right. coming out. They came right. out and uh, said, you know what? Hey, we have a business. And I looked into it. It's pretty interesting. So... Mighty Cricket is our featured partner this week at Happiest Hour. Going to be a good time. Great lineup. Tommy Mosslander on the lineup this week. Oh. So gotta Tommy, be excited Tom, about Tommy that. Tommy Mosslander. Mm-hmm. Come see his
2: make a wish bit. It's pretty
1: good. Started, good. started here and it's very and it good. It lives on. Uh, uh, Jeff, you are you're going to be covering uh, Truck Day. I am. Uh, you heading down to Florida?
3: I am. Yeah. I uh, I leave Sunday. I'll be in love with Jupiter for three weeks. Nice. So yeah, I uh, I. Yeah, officially, I'm, I'm officially on my way on Sunday. I am driving to Florida. Oh, nice. That's uh, about, seventeen. 17? Uh, so it depends, on, it depends on what time of day you look at the Google map. I okay. think it probably <laughs> has to do with, like, what time. Like, if you hit, like, Orlando maybe at rush hour, uh, then, it's a, then it's a different sort of thing. So I'm going to try to do it in one day on Sunday. Okay. Uh, if I don't quite make it all the way through, I'll stop in. ATL? Yeah, I don't know. Nah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll stop south ATL. I'm leaving early enough. Atl is like eight hours. I'll, right. get, I'll definitely, I will definitely get to the state of Florida on Sunday. Okay. So it's just a question of whether or not I push it all the way through to uh, to West Palm, where I am staying uh, in a lovely converted garage that is some sort of you an apartment. Airbnb. It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which you know, it's fine. It's yeah. They don't. It's inside. Yeah, it's got bathroom and shower. Yeah, it's got an air conditioner, can, which is good. That uh,
1: somewhere where you cannot get robbed.
3: Right, that's really that's really the goal. Like that's honestly, it's inside a, it's and it's thread. <laughs> I need protection from the mosquitoes. Like. What totally. a uh, what's
0: the vibe generally? I've never done spring training. Oh, I heard, I've heard people have gone for vacation. I feel yeah. like it would be a good time. Just seeing professional ballers just. Being very casual, getting set for the season. It is
3: like it, it's so. It's very cool the early the early days of spring when they're all out on the backfields and there's not a lot of like not a lot of real competitive stuff going on and they're going through all the, like the, the PFP kind of drills right. and like there's there is some fun in watching relief pitchers have to catch pop ups off of the off of the jugs machine and like scream I got it into the air as they try to catch pop ups, which is not hilarious. a thing that pitchers are really good at. Uh, yeah, like that stuff is good. It it, it's, it is it is exciting, interesting to watch to watch guys get back into their routines. There's a picture of Mo with a yeah, sweater. Good. That's that, that, and that's what I think of when I think that is. You do see a lot of that.
0: There's a lot of see. I have a tire for it too. I should. Uh. That's yeah.
3: You'll see that. You'll see uh. You'll see the Dewitts on their on their golf cart, kind of nice. driving around from field to field. Are they being ballers? Oh, do they do baller shit? Like dude, like um, the most. I I think I guess the most baller shit that I saw Bill do last year at spring training was he had two of his grandsons were with him All on right. the back of their golf cart as he drove it around. And then at one point, they just sort of hopped off and started playing catch in the outfield where the Cardinals – like there was a Cardinals drill happening like on and the infield. And they were just playing catch. Yeah, like his yeah, grandkids just baller. ran into the outfield. Good and enough to a use the around.
2: spring training to get the owner around, but not good enough to get your pitchers around and during the game, huh? Huh?
3: It's very warm. It's very warm at spring training yeah. for a 77-year-old man. Well, I'm just saying pretty baller Just it is thought. it does seem what, are,
0: what are your expectations going on? do you do you think that this is the roster they're going into yeah, this opening day with or we won't see mm-hmm. any type no of spring
3: though. training hullabaloo something happening i mean i, I guess maybe like i guess if no one shows up to spring training and it's like get me out of here uh and pitches a fit then that's a different conversation but yeah i i think that i mean they were they were Pretty transparent throughout the winter in terms of being like this is these are the guys that we believe in and these are the guys that we're going to lean on and you know I think there was maybe a little bit of whether it was wishful thinking or just people being like well they can't possibly think that Lane Thomas and Tyler O'Neill are going to play left field and they do they do think that uh, that is the thing I think is going to happen so I I I think that what it boils down to is there are. Bad contracts on the books uh, that they are stuck paying no matter what. And Matt <clears throat> it's, Carpenter, yeah, that's a bad deal. The, the Carpenter deal is, is a bad deal all the way through. It's right. a deal that didn't make sense from the day that they signed it. Uh, and it leaves them in a spot where they have to try to squeeze production out of it. I, I think that they were perfectly content to see Marcelo Azuna walk out the door. I don't think there was much effort really put right, into making him stay. Uh, and, you know, I... I do honestly think that in a world where Tyler O'Neal is healthy for an entire season, his numbers are probably not going to be that far off from Ozuna's, but that's right. it's a big if, right? He has, for yeah. three years now, has not been able to stay healthy. Right. So uh, that, that's that's a hard thing to rely on. Um, but this is, this is the situation they created for themselves with the contracts that they have, and so they're going to make the best of it, I guess. Uh, and that's, you know, if they get to the deadline and they think they can add a bat, Will they be active at the deadline this year? They right. haven't been for three years. Maybe, maybe not. And that'll sort of be the way things go. But the rest of the division, the Pirates are are terrible. Uh, the Cubs are in what looks to me like the early parts of a teardown. Uh, it looks they, like it, doesn't it it? it? it does really look like it. The Brewers are a question mark. And the Reds have gotten better. But I think we have to see the Reds do it, right? The Reds got, better, the Reds got better last winter too. Uh, now, the Reds could end up being the best team in this division for sure. But – the The division and the, the division as a whole has stepped back, and so the Cardinals, by mostly staying still, have not lost a lot of ground. Yeah. Uh, do you? I, I, there's always angst amongst
0: the Cardinal fan base, whether it's coming off a World Series championship yeah. or you know even making the NLCS, however, getting swept. Do you think? What do you think the morale is right now with the fan base? Uh, and, and realistically, and I'm not talking about the fringe people on the internet. No, sure, I'm sure. I'm talking about the people who pay the money to go three, four, five times yeah. a year. How are they feeling about? I think it's I, this organization.
3: It was really hard not to notice that there were empty seats during the NLCS. Right. I mean, that's. I mean, that was that was that was hard to miss. Now you can talk about Start the time, time of the game, yeah, sure. right? Like there, you can there are ways to to wave that away. But I was I was at Bush for those games and I was in Washington for the games there. And it was, I mean, it wasn't even the same universe. Like, and and it's a different deal, I guess, if you're the Nats because it was the first time there'd been an LCS in Washington since world war two. Uh, you know, they're, 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 it's, it's a whole different universe when you've never been there before. And Cardinal fans have had five LCS in the last 10 years, right? right. It's a different situation, but it, I mean, it was, it was just night and day in terms of enthusiasm. And so I think the Cardinals do have, a degree of stability built in to the fan base and and, and, and built into their business model where are they ever going to fall below 3 million tickets sold in the sea? I'm Probably not. It's really right. hard for me to imagine them being below 3 million. But do they think there's a big difference between 3.4 and 3.2? I don't know. Uh, and if they do, then that's going to be something they're, they're going to notice. And yeah. the question is, have they are if they're anticipating that and it's sort of built into their model and they're willing to just accept it and blow past it, then fine. Uh But I don't. For for all of the supposed angst, the ballpark still sells out and people still yeah. show up. And they're like, there are, true. there are no nights at Busch Stadium where there are eighteen thousand people. That just doesn't happen, right? right? Like you look around Busch and you're like, God, it's empty here tonight, and there's. 37,000 people there that's right. just i mean, that's just how it is right. and so they have they have so much cushion built in and and a lot of it earned through through goodwill, through goodwill uh the but they they have so far they could fall before it mattered that i don't think that for all of the loud angst that it really hits them where they gotcha. notice it gotcha
0: that makes that a good point
1: travis i was hoping for more of an excited and uh Horrifically bad take on the situation. No, I, I no,
0: from Jeff, hardly. Jeff is going to be. Oh, no, 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 no. For me, From uh, for me, freaking out, Steaming. no, I, no, I, look, I ate a lot of crow last year. I've admitted that. And uh, when it comes to this Cardinals team, especially with Jack Flaherty, I, I'll admit that, you know, I was like, oh, shit, this team looks, I don't know, going into last year. And they, one of the most impressive second halves, uh, this organization has put together in its team history. I, I don't know if they can duplicate that. I don't know if they can continue that over a stretch, but I'm not going to go jumping off that cliff again when clearly Mo, Well, clearly you will eventually. It, no, thank you. If it gets ugly... You're waiting it,
2: for your opportunity. But everybody's yeah, already done
0: the doom and gloom thing, so I'd just be a follower at this point. So, I, you know, I'm actually going to be mildly... Optimistic about this Cardinal team. I'm going no, to say and I then think then there'll Mo... be one
2: day where you just launch into a tirade. No, I. I but who, what I, who, happens?
0: But what? Who am I going to get mad? I could clearly you get wasn't... mad at Mo. You always get mad at Mo. No, it, it, you it, tried well, to replace him with Magic Johnson. Well, that was an entirely different situation. But no, I see that they're making they were they they, they made a legitimate effort to get Arenado. Uh, by, by all appearances, at least
3: I think mean, I think that's fair. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, mean, I I thought that so the last day of the winter warm up, I thought was a really interesting sequence of events where yes. Bill DeWitt says we can't take on the contract without taking without giving back some money. Right. Then Brighty says, "Well, well, it's done. We're going to spring training." And then Arenado says, uh, "I'm pissed." Right. right. Like those three things happening in that order within four hours of each other, I don't think was coincidental. I also right. think that the Cardinals could have snuffed that out in all of the like. Sure. Right? Like like the Cardinals sure. are are pretty good at at. Putting out the the no go sign when it's clear that it's something is not going to happen, even while they do their dance like, wow, well, we don't comment on whatever. And I get it; they could have snuffed it and they didn't, right? Like, and so whether whether that is strategic for a different reason, right. in, in 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 what other kind of leverage thing that was going on with something, uh, they certainly steered into that curve a little bit, right? And and so the fact that that Mo and Gersh were willing to let that kind of fester before Bill put the hammer down was an interesting sort of juxtaposition. And I think that when you look at when the Cardinals have pursued like whales of contracts, whether it was Pujols in 11 or Stanton or David Price to an extent, those have all been ownership driven Mm -hmm. decisions versus drives from the front office, right? right? Like I think there were people in the Cardinals front office who wanted to be a part of the Harper conversation and I don't think the DeWitts did uh and and so when when that's the direction the push is coming from and I, and I don't know this but in in reading this situation this seems like one where maybe 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 bill wasn't as sold as the baseball people were and so it didn't get as much interesting. traction interesting this. no
0: and like i said i, I, I yeah mo mo has earned um uh, in, in my book i had to and look he knows the team he knows the personnel as well as anyone and if mo says i think these guys deserve a, a shot he's not the, he, he doesn't at least come off and i could be wrong and jeff you you work closely to these guys than we do of course but it feels like just through what we read through what you guys write on twitter and what we see on tv he doesn't feel like a guy at this point in his career that he needs to bullshit you like it's like i don't think like I, sure i could bullshit you but i don't well if i think it's something there you know my tell if it's not I feel like he—he, he,
3: you know what you're going to get. Yeah, Dubai. look, I, I think he, I think part of being able to do the job at all is being able to speak Mo a little bit. Yeah, right? that's true. Uh, sure. Right? That's I mean, you, you, <laughs> have to, you have to be able to do it. And I, I think that there's a pretty good argument to be made that he's the second most important executive in franchise history. I, I would agree. Right? Like it's Branch Rickey and then Mo, I think. You can make that argument you can pretty make that well. Uh, right? I mean, I, I don't know. Who else is in there? Whitey was the GM of those '80s Cardinals yeah. while he was managing them. Uh, but I mean, that's that seems that seems pretty reasonable. But to as me, far as right? consistency, like, cons- having that, said that, yeah, when he when he moves on or retires or whatever, he's going into the Cardinal Hall of Fame, like a thousand percent. Yes, 1, yes. Uh, and 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 so when you have that kind of stability and that kind of legacy, yeah, I agree that you don't you don't necessarily have to. He's not sweating out his job. Whatever else right, is going right, on around the right. around the ballpark, Mo has moe has got job right. Mo's good. A job, right. Mo's a made man. Right. Uh, so. I think that that gives them, gives him, the confidence to to execute the plan and the plays that are called, okay. whether it's in his office or above his yeah. office. Extrapolating that is up to you. <laughs> it's hard to argue with the results. Yeah, but it's hard to argue with the results. That's what at the end of the day. That's
0: ultimately what it comes down to. Hmm. I like the results. The snappy Bigman coffee's given me. Mm. Oh,
1: delightful. This made is, right a, this is the way Louis. you're going about him plugging now. Going <laughs> uh, made right here in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. But um, I'm actually uh, I, I'm interested to see. If there is any, we don't have to keep talking Cardinals. No, but no, if I, there is any kind of backlash this year after just a quiet, all quiet all season, season. Mm-hmm. and I'm talking se- like mid-season, like say they're yeah. say they're in, in tied for a second and not out of it, but not playing inspired, and um, uh, you know maybe yeah, there's if a like, few injuries. If it's
3: like the 07 Cardinals and their eight games yeah. below by the All-Star break, yeah. then that's a different conversation. Could be weird.
2: Um, USA Today has their annual win totals out. Okay they have the cardinals winning the central with 88 wins. Can you argue that?
3: I don't know. I think well, so I think you can because I don't think 88 wins the central no, because the pirates are going to be very bad. Like the pirates are going to win 55 games. Ah, do you, you think you the say.
1: brewers could steal 92 to 93 or something? The Reds, the Reds, Red, Reds, Reds could too. Yeah. They
3: do, have uh, the cardinals with the Reds. 88
2: wins, the Reds with 85, the Brewers with 84. The Cubs with eighty-two, wow, and the Pirates with sixty.
3: Yeah, Dude, and that's wow. the Cubs with eighty-two, with still having Chris Bryant. I don't think there's a guarantee that he's still there on
1: guys Do you guys feel like we're being uh, like, could the Cubs snap it around and be a, a plucky ninety-one team?
3: I mean, they could. Like I. All of last winter, I said the Cubs looked like a 77 win team, and that was that was underrating them a little bit. But they they would end up winning 83, 84. Like they were not right. that much better than that. Right. Uh, and I I really do like the Cubs look like they're on the verge of a teardown. Like Chris Bryant will probably be traded, but he's definitely not signing an extension. Uh, Anthony Rizzo doesn't look like he's signing an extension. There were there were comments at Cubs convention where they were the Cubs sort of punted on the Rizzo conversation. Um, you know, Javi Baez is probably gonna. Are the Cubs uh, gonna go back to being bad again? I I I think the answer is yes. Uh, this is so weird. I mean, if you no, if you just
2: bef- watch Theo Epstein and how he's functioned over the years, this is not abnormal.
0: But, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, I guess you're right. He does have the trackway. I'm just and they don't have you, too much in the farm get system. You your window,
2: you dump, you build another window. Ah, uh, I see.
0: Okay. Damn. Well, Damn, I mean, that's, it, wild. that's wild. Well, yeah, it. you're right. Yeah, that's the old thing. It's just how they do yeah, it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's fascinating to me. I, yeah, you're right. I think, and this is where the spoiled Cardinal fan comes out of me. Yeah, he, does, go, it, he does it. Just, it a like, different way than we're accustomed right, to. Right, like, exactly. they'll
1: have an off year, and then he'll go and pick up the biggest three names in baseball. Right? There was a
0: there was a, um, through the uh, try to build through draft picks. I'd imagine as they get shitty again.
3: Yeah, Jesse Rogers, who works for ESPN in Chicago, did an interview uh, with Jed Hoyer last week or something where where he he talked to Jed and basically asked, Are they gonna rebuild? And then Hoyer gave this long circuitous answer (laughs) where it was like, Well, you look at you know, you look at the different things in the life cycle of your team and sometimes you feel like you can really go for it and sometimes you don't and blah blah blah. Which I mean, number one, sounded like a justification for rebuild. Uh, and number two, to me drew a really stark contrast with the way the Cardinals do business because the Cardinals model is to never is to never have the step back, but to also never quote unquote really go for it. No. Yeah. Right. Like definitely just, just just always be the stalking horse. Right. And sometimes you win. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah, exactly. And and that, you know, and so if, if every year you're going to win between 84 and 94 games, you're going to have a lot of years in the playoffs, and I, then you're going to help the catch fire.
2: I like that description, stalking horse, because it goes into Mo speak, and it's not just <laughs> yeah. what they do in the free agency. <laughs> That's true. Or what they do in the free agency point, market, <laughs> but also how the team can operate on the field, yeah. because you use stalking horse, and the word Mo loves to use is opportunistic. Yep. So it's stalk, stock. Find your opportunity. Yeah.
0: No, you're right. No, that's a good point. And so I,
2: I could see Mo speak translating to that as well. That's God, so am funny.
3: I, am, I, am I starting to. Am I, yeah, you're, I speak osmosis, in Mo? man. It you're just happens. i picking it up now. Osmosis. Honestly, he would be so pissed if someone told him that I was talking like him. <laughs> <laughs> is a, Jeff Jones. Is he not a Jeff Jones fan? He, uh, I think the answer is that he is. Um, that's the right way to put this. What would Mo say? Uh the, the what, would, what would mo what would Mo say in front of a recorder or what would Mo say in private? In private. Pass.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's th- does he, so he doesn't you're not, you're not a lovable pain in the ass?
3: No, I uh, that's the point is I think oh. the answer is yes that I am. Oh man. I think that Mo likes having a punching bag. Okay. And that's see, fine. You're, see, I can live with
0: that. See, you're good because I would be a complete shill. See, I can sit here and talk a bunch of shit but I would absolutely get into your job and be like, whatever you say, Mo. Yeah. Uh, so I give you yeah, a we ton of that. credit. We know yeah. that about oh, we, <laughs> we know that, yeah. 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 You will badmouth everybody this time. Yeah, I'm so sick that motherfucker. <laughs> Mo, <laughs> hey! Hey, yeah. I, I, I like the sweater, mm-hmm. yeah. they, come in, they come in
1: here, it'll be somebody
2: who's been like doing,
1: doing comedy for like two years and
2: like, you're the greatest of all time. Yeah. What's it like? Tell us some more obvious characteristics about yourself, Travis. <laughs>
0: Need some coffee, Mo? <laughs> okay, Snappy <laughs> Bigman. Yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, you were talking about the Cubs. Their AAA affiliate is in Iowa, uh, where absolutely that's nothing night, is going on. There Steve, go. Steve in Des Moines, just let us know he was reporting live from Iowa, and there's nothing. Did,
0: did Steve go caucus last night?
1: I think he was just swinging caucus all night. Baby. Here's what. I,
0: here's what I think. Everyone's uh, upset. I am, this is a day of rejoice. This is something a lot of progressives have wanted for a long time, is to have a reason to get rid of the caucus system and to get sure. Iowa off the the
3: freaking calendar. I, I think that is definitely going to happen. Yes. Not
2: for your point, but you said caucus system without missing a beat. Thank you. That sounds like a phrase wow. you would have just I was going to ruin
3: it, and I may still ruin it at yeah. some point during this there's, conversation. There's definitely, I think, there's a collection of, of the internet Bernie people who were like they rigged it? Bernie won, and they fucked him, and that's definitely going to be a sure. thing that we're going to have to hear about for a long time. Sadly, I mean, were, why would they uh, think that? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> how? Yeah. What, what could possibly? You see me yelling? I.
2: Yeah.
3: I don't understand. Like, I, it just blows my mind that you could be like a, a head honcho in the Iowa Democratic Party, and mm. you could say, you know, what's a really good idea? If we partnered with a company called Shadow Incorporated, mm. literally operated by. Robbie Mook, who was the campaign manager for the fucking Clinton campaign, oh no, was and he on that plane? Was Epstein? He, he was not, not that I'm not that I'm aware of. Twenty six. Uh, that's yeah. That's that's beyond my knowledge base. <laughs> um, and and hey, what if we built an app mm. that required us to use a shitload of data mm. in parts of rural Iowa where there's no LTE coverage, operated by geriatric volunteers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it just, this is this and it, it boils down to every company of a certain size right. needs to needs to have one person who works and you pay them a competitive salary and five times a year they get to go no and then there's no there's no override there's no challenge you need you need a veto person right. who five times a year you tell them that something's going to happen and they go no right Right, it is, Every company yeah. needs somebody who can do that. Just, yeah. No!
0: I mean, hey,
3: hey, 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 y'all, wow, sit your ass there! Don't do
2: that! And then this shadow company is affiliated with another company apparently called Acronym. <laughs> and now my question is, does the name Acronym for that company actually have, have an, an acronym. acronym? And then I started wondering, what would my company be named if I... You know, if it's going to be a little... You know, elusive, <laughs> nefarious. A, a lusive, nefarious. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Welcome to Chris Gardner's new company and my new app, uh, Sober. <laughs> mm.
0: I, I, Welcome I, to Sober. Now, yeah, I I, I think. And then again, it's still also in my mind. Also comes down to just the caucus happening period, and having Iowa continue to be the barometer that kicks off our election cycle. It's just really weird. The caucuses are very dumb. They're, They're very, very dumb. dumb. They're very dumb. And we've said this. Just not because of how contentious this election is going to be, but it got it's, it's to the point where it's 2020, for love of God, nowhere in hell are we doing this 1776 bullshit. We're we still I, doing
2: the electoral college. Yeah,
0: right? I realize. And that's another thing that, that should be right out the door right behind it. It's to the point where it's just silly season, and it's already silly as it is, and it's because we we need a we need to know a candidate. Uh-huh. We do. We have to start narrowing. I don't the know the if Iowa's was going
2: to go anywhere, Travis. I've been told this morning. Uh, it is
0: not the fault of Iowa. It is do nothing Democrats' fault. As long as I am president, Iowa will stay where it is. Important tradition. Shut
3: up.
2: So Iowa staying where it is now. My question means. is: I mean, will, we should. Will, will Kansas City stay
3: where it is? That's a good one. We should point <laughs> out that, in theory, in a world of, of laws. This would be the last Iowa caucuses. I mean right, I guess I guess he would be president during the 2024 Iowa caucuses before right. he'd win reelection. But in in theory, where we still had term limits and elections that mattered, uh, well, that's you know well, bad things can happen. I, it's like a bad future you, you, were a cauc- dark. You, were, you were a caucus chair? I was I in, randomly. In 2008, I was a, a caucus chair for Mike Gravel. In Topeka, Kansas, true story. Really? So I was 20 years old and living in Kansas because I made terrible decisions in parts (laughs) of my life. Uh, And we went to go caucus because sure, that sounds like fun. And it turns out that Kansas has a state law, had a state law at the time, at least, that required every campaign, which had a representative, to have the opportunity to address the full caucus before they did the first. Because they they do the. You go stand in your pod, and then if you're not viable, you get to go stand in someone else's pod. And so uh, you get there, and you go stand in your little section of the bleachers in the high school gym, and there was no one there from the Mike Gravel campaign because, you know, eight people voted for Mike Gravel all around the country. Right. Uh, and so I, being 20, thought that would be fun. I'll go be the Mike Gravel caucus oh, chair. No, so I did. No. I went to the Gravel section <laughs> oh, uh, no. with, like, two other people that I knew. And when it came time to address the caucus, I was... Had to speak? Uh, had to speak. Come on. Got to speak. Right. Let's be clear about this. And yes. And what did you say? Do you recall uh, what you got to say? I said that... Oh, oh. Mike's cool. He's got a really cool suit. Here's what I said. I said, Mike Gravel is the reason I am alive, is how I started this speech, which is... Not really true. Uh, (laughs) This is awesome. The one thing thing that Mike Revell did, like his most notable thing he did while he was in the U.S. Senate was that he filibustered against the draft. Uh, in Vietnam. And okay. so I did this whole thing where I was like, my dad could have been drafted, but he wasn't because Mike Gravel stopped the draft and so my dad didn't get drafted so he didn't get killed in Vietnam and I'm alive. And, okay, not know. bad. Not bad. <laughs> and then they're like, sir, this is a Burger King. <laughs> so all of all of this happens uh, and at the end, the, the caucus chair for the Obama campaign oh, shit. Uh, came over to tell me how proud she was of, of my participation in that the democracy nice. and blah, blah, blah. Governor of Kansas, Kathleen Sebelius, who ended up being Obama's health and Uh, sesio. That is awesome. The point is, caucuses are fucking stupid because this gym full of people (laughs) had to listen to the (laughs) governor of Kansas talk and then had to listen to To me me, talk. That is outstanding. Really stupid. No reason
0: that needs to happen. Outstanding. That is. There's the only example you need. That's all you need right there. Wait, Jeff Jones is on the same stage as the former governor of Kansas. (laughs) <laughs> got just uh, ball jones game everybody. ball mm-hmm. game
1: uh on that note Jay bro dropping a comment jeff mfing jones yeah.
3: mm-hmm. hi Jay bro he's here it uh, uh, looks rocking. like it
0: looks like it may have been a possibly going to be a good night morning for bernie and pete Buttigieg based on just rhetoric and that's all we have to go by unfortunately so allow me not to speculate too can we, much more. can we
3: agree that like and Pete's fine, whatever. Pete's like a neutral, managerial, whatever. Fine. But he has the funniest nickname right. uh, because the Bernie people on Twitter call him Mayo Pete, which yeah, I like yeah. a lot. It's funny. It's pretty That's good. Bad. It's a yeah. good
2: joke. Yeah, I like that. It's pretty good. It's not bad.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Gardner, you look ready and raring.
2: I Well, I wanted, before we ran out of time, wanted to ask uh, Jeff about the Oscars. Oh. Jeff, you
3: taking off? Oh. I, I Yes, I unfortunately good. have a hard out to go look at a truck. Mm.
2: Cool. Uh what are your thoughts on the upcoming Oscars? Um,
3: what are my thoughts on the upcoming Oscars?
2: Let's start just movies in general. the The ones that are up.
3: It looks like picture. it looks like Joker's only going to win Best Actor, which is good because the movie was fucking stupid. You didn't like oh, Joker? No. I loved that terror. movie. It was oh, that movie was so it was good. So bad. It was so bad. Really? Like, yes.
1: Like, it's... Uh, it's I'm not, I don't want to... I was like, okay, that was fine. I don't need to see it. I didn't think... I
0: thought it was... I, just, I understood. I thought it kind of... it, it I was pretty good. I had <laughs> mild expectations, and I was like, ah, oh, this is better than I thought. It was yeah.
3: just, I, I mean, like... It was. It it didn't was move. Just so man. hacky. It you was saw so it. Ha- yes. Really. He literally, at the end of the movie, has has to to head off. And and I, I will say this. All of the like, it's an incel movie. That's not true. This movie is not no. political at all. No, it's not. The movie has no politics. It And has, it it, it, it's incoherent. Right. right? And he literally. <laughs> he literally Except has like the Joker, Joker say. I'm not a political person. Is a thing that comes out of the mouth of the main character th- in the movie. Okay, very subtle. But, I thought, I, but back... I thought that
0: was a. I was I thought that was a tip of the cap to the nerds who are out there always say, "Well, I'm not political, but I
1: just, to uh... lightly,
0: to lightly back Jeff up, lightly because I didn't
1: think it sucked. It was fine. It was fine. I don't need to see it again. Well,
3: but... I, I just when I when I say it sucked, like I wasn't like. I wasn't like rolling my eyes like, this is terrible. I just, it was just, it was dumb. I just okay. thought it was stupid.
1: The part where he screams and he describes and tells us, I, he was telling a character that he has mental health issues, that felt too obvious. No, I feel like or that was Or when he was the, like, this is what happens. I feel like great. that was
0: a Joker thing to do. It was Joker being a dick. It was Joker like, oh yeah, I have mental health. It, like, it was Joker... Oh no, no, I'm talking I about it was, he was a
1: screaming pl- saying, like he was just too
0: obvious. But I, I thought that was more of a. I thought that was blurring the lines. Okay. I thought he was purposely blurring the lines. So you didn't, you didn't like whenever
1: at the end, whenever you could see the cop cars, it said "industry first. and that was like focus. It was. It's on their bumper <laughs> stickers. Oh, industry! Yeah. Another
2: good like uh, company, like Shadow Industry. Yeah, industry. pretty good. Yeah.
1: Well, it said that, and that was uh, that was kind of. I felt like that was him being right. like. This is why right. this all happened. A little heavy-handed. Yeah. Little, okay. right, so what
3: do you them. like, then? Have uh, you seen 1917, Paris I've, seen, I've seen all of the best pictures. You, you have? Already. All right. I've knocked them all out. Uh, my, so my top three in 3-2-1 three, preference order, 1917 third, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood second, Little Women first, uh that one I, I was little women i think got to the top of my list because i liked it way more than i thought i was going to like i was okay. not really looking forward to having right. just to seeing it because the, you know, the the see
2: what lowering expectations does it helps something?
3: a lot yeah uh like and i because i not only was i familiar with the source material I'm like it's fine it's not for me so whatever it's fine. Um, I also was not a person who was like, oh my god, Lady Bird was fucking amazing. Again, Lady Bird, not really for me. So I and it was fine. Right. But I thought I thought Little Women had some really cool and smart things to say about like the creation of art and commerce and the way that those things intersect. And I thought that the ending, like the way that the ending was structured and changed, was a cool little meta bit of filmmaking. I really like. I thought it was really smart. I thought it was awesome. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was, I mean, it was great. Like it was very cool, sort of like. Like, Tarantino now has mastered this thing where he does the alternate histories where it's this weird nostalgic trip through parts of the world and then the end is, you know, a subversion of all that. And 1917 was gorgeous and it was very cool and it was a fun ride and I think it's going to win everything and it's fine. Like, it was a very well-made movie. I was very happy to have seen it. I think that, I think of, of the nine Best Picture nominees, I think six of them were better than anything that was nominated last year. I think it's a good year. Okay. Huh? Parasite was great, JoJo Rabbit was great. Okay. The Irishman I've seen it three times now and it's gotten Jesus. worse each time. It's like
0: thirteen hours of watching. Yeah, that's a long yeah, time. Yeah, it's uh it's uh, it's seen. fine. It's it's uh, for me, uh the Irishman was like uh, an updated goodfellas. I was just like, Oh, okay, you got some new CGI tricks and uh, you've advanced the storytelling a little bit, but I, I feel like I've seen this movie before. But I'm not complaining. Oh, it's because cinema, it's De Niro, right, but it's De Niro, Pacino, Pesci, so you're not complaining. I do. You're cinema. Bible. And
3: this is I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this bomb right at the end here. I think that at some point we have to have a conversation about the possibility that Al Pacino is not a good actor. No, is, no, there, a J- about, uh, is there a, a chance? Jay Moore's been saying Is there a chance? Like that just Al Pacino... because you raise your voice, no, Are you about now or has that. ever been? Uh, I mean they're like careful because Leo
1: Leo is a little bit at Pacino.
3: Obviously in the Godfather Part One, Pacino was turning in like an all timer performance, right. but it's like subtle and understated and artsy. Godfather part two, which is fettered as this like amazing performance. I'm like eh. Pacino is like the fourth best performance in that movie by an actor. Uh well, he really Irishman, went downhill. No, in, in, his, in Godfather Part in,
2: Two. And uh, Heat. Oof.
3: Yeah, and 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 The Irishman definitely is like Pacino
2: just yells. <laughs> that was just for Travis.
1: No, I, I, I will. I just <laughs> say, be careful what you say because you may be inadvertently admonishing Mr. DiCaprio, <laughs> who has a little bit of that. He does. He's got a little
3: bit. But of the that. Os- the Oscar nominee, like the fact, I I, I don't know, I I think that. Song Kang Ho got robbed, like *Parasite*. I did. I did not fall in love with *Parasite* the way that everyone did. I, I thought it was really good, but I wasn't like, "Oh my god, this is the most." Like, yeah. it was good. It was a good movie. It's fine. Right. But I thought that Song Kang Ho was incredibly good in it. Okay. Uh, and like, like, the fact that he did not get a nomination and Pacino did for yelling is. I don't like it that much. Huh. I don't know. Pesci I don't was know the best part that. of the Irishman, for sure. No, don't and that was, that about and him. that was, I mean, I and that was, that was just more like subversion, right? Because you're waiting the whole movie for Joe Pesci to be Joe Pesci and to and, uh, whoop doesn't. some ass and scream, and he just doesn't. He He's doesn't just do like cool plastic <sighs> the whole movie. And the he doesn't. Jeff
1: Jones, follow him on Twitter at jm Jones. Bellville News Democrat. Be sure to check out all of his articles. If you guys read those, that helps Jeff. So it does. be sure to click through. Yeah, yeah. Just,
3: just click on all of them, really. Uh, every single one. He right. doesn't just sit just there. You don't even reload. have to read it. You right. got any slideshows? <laughs> I know, but there probably will be some coming during spring training. Okay, yeah, that's
2: a good one to do. Oh, Two okay. slideshows. Slide
1: uh, I've got breaking news and social media that we'll tease and talk about next hour. Gardner, this will be an all timer for you. Uh, for Jeff Jones, uh, myself, Travis Terrell, will be uh, back with Chris Gardner after the break.